We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. It is a 4-0 Tuesday as the Green Bay Packers head into the bye week undefeated. And for the first time in franchise history, scoring 30 points or more in the first four games of their season. As the Packers continue to look, in my opinion, like the cream of the crop when it comes to the NFC. Yes, Seattle also undefeated and getting it done. I just think the Packers at this point in time uh, just look a little better. I think the play calling has been better. I think their defense has come up big in moments. And uh, I think they've got enough weapons at this point. Uh, and hopefully their additional comes back. Hopefully you get Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams back sooner rather than later. But we know Lazard is going to be down for at least the next three to four weeks, so we'll have to wait on that. But you uh, you you have to look at this team and say, you know what, this this is this is the best team in the NFC, I think. Is that what you take away from the first four games of this season? Are the Green Bay Packers the cream of the crop for the NFC? And also, what have you realized about this team after their 4-0 start? After going back to what your predictions were in the beginning of the season, what do you realize now about this team? 855-830-8648. Um, Alex said the Falcons suck. Tanya deserves more opportunity. They better let fans in for the NFC Championship game against Seattle. Uh, you know what? That's one thing we have not touched on because the Packers had originally said that after the first two games of the season they would reevaluate. Now, here's the question because can you socially distance in the stadium? Yes, you're seeing other stadiums do it. Last night you saw fans inside, uh, you know, Arrowhead. And you've seen fans in other stadiums, including collegiate stadiums. But with Brown County, Green Bay being a COVID hotspot for testing right now. For positive tests, do you think, or should maybe, the Green Bay Packers open up Lambeau Field to fans? Or do you think they should just keep it shut down and just keep doing what you're doing? We can get into that discussion as well. Uh, Charles writes, it seems to me that LaFleur is really testing not only the team but himself, given the fact that Adams, Clark, and uh, and Bennett could have all played last night. Uh, LaFleur opted to sit them all. And I think he's uh, testing himself to see if he can game plan and strategy. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the game. That's from Dave. And it seems like a complete team. Offense looks great and smooth. That is from another Dan. Dan hitting us up over on the Facebook fan page. The Falcons are not good. This was not a good win. Uh, from Phil. And again, I, now I, I want to reiterate this. We talked about this in the last hour. What's a good win? What has to convince you that the Packers are a real team? Some people will say, well, win an NFC Championship game. Wake me up when I'm in the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fine. But at what point do you look at this and go, you know what, these guys are pretty good. What were your expectations to be? I guess that's the next question. Look, if you say, well, wake me up in the in when they're in the Super Bowl, do you not have any expectation then? If you believe that they're a team that already is that good, so your expectation was that they're a Super Bowl-bound team and they're living up to your expectation. They're supposed to beat bad teams, right? I mean, how many more excuses do you have to make other than just saying, well, it's not the Super Bowl yet? Correct. Correct. Um, Andrew says, offensively, we're really good. Defensively, we need to fix that D-line. I don't necessarily even think it's just the D-line. I think it's just sometimes the fundamentals. You know? Sometimes it's just the, the fundamentals of tackling. A lot of opportunities, again, last night where tackling was not – and even Zadaria Smith alluded to it after the ball game where it just – it didn't uh, it, it didn't materialize. Let's go to the phone calls, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Tyler listening to us in Medford. Tyler, welcome to the program, The Bill Michaels Show. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, just enjoying a beautiful Victory Tuesday. Um, Absolutely. I'm not, sure I get, I'm not sure I get all of the complaining about uh, a not good win. I would chalk this up as a good win, as all of them so far. Um, Atlanta was a fraudulent 0-3, just as fraudulent as Chicago was 3-0. and um, but going into the game last night, um, I'll be honest, I was really worried when I saw Devontae's tweet about not playing. I was worried about where the offense was going to go, so I will be the first to raise my hand that I doubted LaFleur and Rodgers, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. Um, that offense dominated the field in a way that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, they put up 30 against, yes, a not great, a not great Atlanta defense, but they – also got stuffed inside the one, and Crosby missed an extra point. So they put up 30, could have been 31, could have been 38 um, if they capitalized. So uh, I was just in awe of watching this offense, and I don't think I've been able to say that in a long time. I loved it. I love what they're doing. Uh, I trust LaFleur more now. And if you're a good team, you finish bad teams. You finish teams that you're better than, and Green Bay's been doing that so far, and I've loved it. Right. No, I, that's the one thing that I keep talking about is, okay, they beat – if you say it's a bad team, they beat a bad team. Isn't that what they're supposed to do? Because they didn't beat them by 60? Had they beat them by 60, everybody would say, well, they're terrible. Who cares? So I, I don't know what constitute. appreciate the phone call, Tyler. I don't know what constitutes a good win. For some of you that want to knock it, explain to me why. Why it's not a good win. Why was Minnesota not a good win? Why was New Orleans then not a good win? You know what I mean? I, I don't understand the mentality. You're 4-0. Now, I can look at this and say, had this team been getting the breaks of just a lot of turnovers where teams were just making bad mistakes and you know the, the Packers were giving up an exorbitant amount of, of, of you know, points and things were just awful, I, you know, I can see that. Maybe your quarterback just sucks. You know, they're getting it done with smoke and mirrors, trick plays, gadget plays, onside kicks, things like that. 
but they're just they're they're just doing it because their game plan and the execution's just been that good. You know? Steve listening to us in De Pere on the fan. Steve, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, Bill, I couldn't agree with you more, man. The Packers looked great last night. Um, last year, the offense more looked like a McCarthy offense. I was waiting for the Fleur offense to shine, but, hey, they're 4-0, they're 4-0 in the NFL. I just It was so exciting to watch the, the misdirection. Uh, twice they bit on that guy going inside and leaving the guy on the outside free and open. And also that one goal line play when uh, they were in the huddle, but they all sprinted to the, the line and got the playoff in like, one and a half seconds. I mean, it was um, just a lot of great offense, fun to watch. And it, I mean, they're the real deal. They're they're stacking play after play after play, and it's like. And the other thing is Tanyan. Man, he looked like a Chamura from the olden days. And then Williams, the running back. Uh, I mean, he was awesome out of the backfield and catching the ball. I mean, these players mm-hmm. were executing as well. Uh, couldn't agree more. I mean, and again, you go back to the execution of the offense, of the misdirection. Uh, and it's not, you know, when you look at gadget plays, gadget plays are like trick plays, flea flickers, and things like that. These are these are things that they're scheming, that they're seeing to say, okay, we can run this play and run this play and run this play, and then when we come back, they're going to expect us to do this. We're going to set something up with this. And then we're going to put Jamal Williams on the, uh, be, you know, behind Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones is going to become a wide out. And then they're going to start looking around. With that young secondary, they confused them quite a bit last night. There was two or three times where the young secondary kind of picked themselves and allowed a receiver wide open in many different circumstances. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. I appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Otto listening to us over in Des Moines, Iowa. Otto, how you doing, man? Hey, good. How are you doing, Bill? Doing extremely well today. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to give a huge shout-out to – our special teams, and the way that LaFleur has coached this team uh, to where we do not shoot ourselves in the foot consistently with penalties the way that we used to. Uh, It was so frustrating in the past um, having that go on. I mean, it seemed like every special teams play, every kickoff, punt, there was a penalty going against us. Um, But, I mean, that's indicative of a team that's really well coached. So hats off to LaFleur and this team. And I think, honestly, the biggest test going forward now is uh, coming off the bye if we're going to continue going strong against uh, Tampa Bay. Because I remember last year, LaFleur off the bye, I think they were a little flat-footed. I think they played the Chargers. So uh, I think that's the next major kind of hurdle or obstacle to overcome. And then uh, we're looking pretty good going forward. Yep. No, I would I would completely agree with you. Appreciate the phone call. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. You do talk about uh the 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 flags. Uh I want to get into that as well when we come back because I think it's an interesting uh discussion. Uh LA Times article popped up yesterday. Sam Farmer, tremendous writer, saw that. I retweeted it. But I want to talk about that just a little bit when we come back. Hang in there. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at New Male Medical. Look, if you're like me, you've been probably cooped up. you got quarantine going on. You're trying to stay fit and healthy. You don't know how. You don't want to wear a mask in the gym. But you got to move. you got to get up and do something, right? Uh, well, uh, a first phone call you should make is probably over to my friends over at New Male Medical. Not just for the ED stuff, okay, because guys kind of go, oh, they, they service that. No. Uh, low T gives you a better, you know, kind of get rid of the brain fog better memory, better energy, 
Okay, they lift you up a little bit. And then the all-in-one weight loss program, which is absolutely fantastic. Get rid of a lot of that stubborn belly fat. There's many different things you can do and start to feel better, look better, and just kind of rejuvenate a brand new you. That's my friends over at New Mel Medical. They're in Green Bay and Milwaukee, locations to service you all over. And it's one phone number. 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Good people over there. All you got to do is call. Again, tell them I sent you. 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. That is the New Mail Medical Center. And a jumpstart a brand new you just like I did. Let's do this. We'll come back. We'll take more. What are your thoughts on this team as they get out of the season 4-0? The first quarter of the season's done. What are you taking away from last night's victory? And I will tell you a little bit about penalties or lack thereof. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Atlanta rushing for Time for Rodgers to float one. Easy catch and touchdown. We'll see there is a flag down. Malik Taylor. It's going to be a hold, I think, prior to this pass. They'll decline it. Holding. Number 35, defense. Penalties declined. Results for the play. Touchdown. Tanyan, actually. It is Tanyan, yes. Tackled by Jamal Carter. Jamal Carter and got back up and got in the end zone. So Tanya gets tackled, tripped up, barrel rolls, head first, just like we did as kids. Pops right back up, catches a touchdown pass. And then credits yoga after the fact. Nice stuff from Robert Tanya last night. That is part of the ESPN broadcast on Monday Night Football. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Van Horn wants to buy your car. They have locations in Iowa. They have locations all over the state of Wisconsin, and they continue to grow as well. Many, many, many different makes and models, and you can do everything online, or you can just stop into any one of their stores because they do keep them CDC uh, certified, we will say, as they continue to clean them up and sanitize them and make sure that you are safe in there. But if you just, you know, you don't feel safe, and I know in today's day and age you kind of want to do things at home, look online. You can buy new, you can buy used, you can pick out your car, you can finance your car, you can trade in a car, you can do many different, including scheduling service appointments and finance your service if you need to do so. So many things you can do through Van Horn Automotive. I have uh, enjoyed their services now not once, twice, three times, but four different times, uh, not including services, by the way, but uh, uh, when it comes to buying vehicles. It's, it's just been a tremendous experience, and I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a car, you just want to browse. Maybe you just want to start your wish list. Go ahead and start browsing. They have, like, really cool exotic cars and import cars and speedsters and Stuff like that, too. They've got a whole portion of their website dedicated to that stuff. So whatever it is you're looking for, they can find you or they've got under their roofs. So just give them a call or go to VanHornAuto.com. Family born and employee owned. Just go to VanHornAuto.com. So I was talking about this before because uh, they were saying, well, uh, the the takeaways. Now, by the way, this is a uh, Robert Hack Diamonds Green and Gold Tuesday. They pay for the most uh, green for your gold, by the way. Robert Hack Diamonds, Robert Hack, H-A-A-C-K, diamonds.com. Um, but there was an interesting article in the L.A. Times. Sam Farmer wrote, he said, uh, a month into the NFL season, there's two ways of looking at the results. Offenses are off to a scorching start and a historical scoring start. Defenses are dumpster fires. And entering Monday, teams that scored uh, 3,151 points, already the most points through the first month of any season in the Super Bowl era. 
And there's lots of factors here, including the innovative offensive coaches, the increasing popularity of mobile quarterbacks, and defense is still playing catch-up after a summer without exhibition games. A huge helmet is something that we aren't seeing. Or a huge element, I should say. Excuse me. huge element is something we're not seeing. Flags. Penalties have dropped sharply this season, and offenses are reaping the benefits. Uh, the most up-to-date numbers available going into Monday were through the first three weeks of the season, there were a combined of 13.65 penalties per game, down uh, five penalties almost per game, 18.54 from uh, the stretch of last season, an average of five fewer penalties per game, and that's a big-time move in a league where you know a tiny variation is scrutinized. The numbers have dropped more in Week 4 with an average of only 10.77 penalties through Sunday. Without question, the officials are keeping the flags in their pockets. The Rams had only one penalty in Sunday's win over the Giants. Not that they really needed penalties to help them out. And even though Pete Carroll coaches his players to hit through the echo of the whistle and err on the side of being more aggressive, Seattle has had zero penalties in beating Miami. And we saw this last night. I mean, there were some clear, I mean, very, very evident holding calls last night where jerseys are being ripped and guys are being tugged to the ground. Zedaria Smith had one where he was just, they did everything but just lock them up. And it's just, they're, they're just looking right at it and going, well, okay, whatever. They're just letting them play right now. And part of it is, don't forget, offense and scoring brings viewership. So you wonder if they're telling them to keep the flags in their pockets. Um, 31 offensive pass interference calls through uh, three weeks last season, only 18 this season. The NFL already gears its rules to promote scoring, and if offensive linemen are allowed to hold, thereby giving quarterbacks more time to find open targets, point totals are naturally going to go up, up 12.5% through the first three weeks, and defenses are going to look increasingly inept. So while it may not be the defense or your defensive coordinator, it could just be the fact that offenses are taking advantage right now of officials that are keeping the flags in their pockets. In other words, there's been more mindful throwing of the flag. Make sure that the penalty is a textbook violation before you toss one out. Uh, Mike Pereira said the NFL emphasized that because there are 11 new officials this season and they didn't have the benefit of a preseason or in-person clinics. Uh, So there you go. So some interesting stuff regarding uh, the percentage of flags this year. It's not just something that we're noticing uh, when it comes to, you know, our own backyard, it's throughout, it's throughout the uh, the NFL right now. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's go to Tim listening to us in Lacrosse on the mighty WKTY. Tim, how you doing today, buddy? What's up? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'll tell you that. Sure is. Um, I've been a um, Packer fan. The first game I remember watching was back in '63. Uh, so I've watched and listened to it a long time. Um, I was very happy with most everything, except once again, our inability to run from the two yard line and in, run it into the end zone. Um, I know that they've got scheme and they've got this and that, but so far it seems like every time we get down there close, they stone us. We end up fourth down trying something fancy. Um, Whatever happened to just the old <laughs> throw in an extra fullback and alignment and run it down their throat? Mm-hmm. Well, last night they tried to run the ball in that fourth and short when they got stuffed. And that play uh, in two different areas. One, I appreciate the phone call. One is everybody knew they were going to run the football. 
The second thing is the clock was running down. It wasn't a great play call. You saw them start to really stack the box and leave everything on the outside wide open, and they did it on the previous play as well. And, uh, again, I went back and I tweeted. I noticed that, and I said, first of all, I'd go for it because the Packers had momentum, and they looked like they were going you know, hot knife through butter. But I thought at the time when you looked at that, that you could have brought in two tight ends and looked as if you were really going to run the football. You could have even brought in both Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones and said, we're going to run it down your throat and popped Tanyan or Sternberger or anybody, you know, that you would have had even tackle eligible out into the flat. And they, Atlanta wasn't even paying attention to him. So it was, as, as Matt LaFleur alluded to, it wasn't the best of play call. And as time ran down, they called that play with zero. They hurried it up, and it looked like that play was a step slow. And Atlanta was watching, clearly watching the play clock because they got the jump at zero. They got the jump on them. So it was, uh, it, it was just a, um, a confluence of miscalculation, I, mean, I guess might be the best way to put it, down there in that fourth and short. 855-830-8648. Uh, got an email here. Uh, Unit, this is the best the Packers have looked since 2011. Would you agree? I would pr- I would probably go along with that. I'd have to really analyze the numbers, but I would probably go along with that. He says, Rodgers is engaged in the offense. He's in a better headspace with his guys and his head coach. And you know what? Aaron had said something about texting Matt um, LaFleur during the offseason and during the season when he sees plays. I wonder if he ever did that with McCarthy. I wonder if there's that relationship between these two guys when they see plays that they that are dynamic enough to say, man, I'd love to run that and see what we can do and spin on it. I wonder if he did that with McCarthy at all. He says, I like the line, but last night they did leave the gap open, uh, the A-gap open a few more times than I would have liked. Uh, and, and you're right. I had made a mention of that during the postgame show. Uh, as long as Rodgers doesn't go down, I think we are a 13-3 team, but I can't honestly say where the three losses would come from because I think that they can beat all of their opponents, um, which is another question when you go through the rest of the schedule. He says, good to see you last night at Grand Appliance. I was there shopping. Uh, I saw you got a new unit, pardon the pun. Um, you are correct. I was at Grand Appliance last night in Brookfield just uh, prior to the game. I had to run out last night. I was doing uh, – because uh, I'm, I'm at home. I'm, I built a home studio – and I do the show at home now during this this COVID pandemic. And so there are times during the show that I'll run downstairs and maybe every now and then throw a load of laundry in or something. But yesterday, um, I, I kind of heard something and smelled something. And I went downstairs and my dryer was not operating. It was buzzing. And so I, you know, shut it off and I called a, an appliance repair person who came out and, and just was fantastic uh, but which, by the way, I would I would give him a shout out. David's Appliance Service. Uh, you know, he's just awesome. Uh, he's in Muskego, but he services the entire Milwaukee uh, metro five county area. Uh, David's Appliance. If you ever David's Appliance Service. If you ever need anybody, that guy is just fantastic. But um, so yeah, he comes over and sure enough, the motor on the uh, on the dryer had had finally burned out, and it, it's been around since two thousand and three. It is an older model, but um, so I needed one. You know, I got a bunch of wet clothes, so I ran up to the laundry last night and had to throw some clothes in the in the dryer, but I, I needed to get a new new dryer. And I did not know this, but if you're trying to find appliances right now because of COVID, because of some of the metals coming from China and some of the other components coming from different areas of the country, but it's assembled here, not to mention assembly line workers aren't necessarily working at full capacity because of COVID right now, 
a lot of appliances and such, you're talking like anywhere from six weeks to six months to get some of this stuff. So he gave me some tips, some really good ideas, and I ended up over at Grand Appliance on Capitol Drive in uh, Brookfield. And, uh, and yeah, stopped in there last night. And those guys were great. I, I've always loved dealing with them. They've been great people. But I, he said, that's from Officer Greg in Brookfield. And, Officer Greg, thank you for doing what it is you do. Certainly appreciate it. When we come back, going to hear from Aaron Rodgers after last night's contest. This portion of the program brought, brought to you by our good friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Uh, from Green Bay to Racine, everywhere in between, go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We're back. Packers get a win. They knock off the Atlanta Falcons. They go to 4-0. They go to the bye week, a much-needed bye week, ready to rest up, heal up, and come back out for the remainder of their season. You can follow us over on the Facebook fan page, answer some of the uh, some of the thought-provoking questions there. What do you take away after the first quarter of the season, after last night's win? Are they one of the best teams, if not the best team in the conference? Uh, and you can also, you know, go to the opposite direction. You know, some of the holes that could cost them games are what? And we can get into that discussion a little bit later on as well. Meanwhile, last night after the ball game, Aaron Rodgers says, look, I like where this team is at. Yeah, I like where we're at. I really do. I, I like uh, the kind of diversity in our approach. I think, again, Matt was, uh, you know, really good uh, kind of mix up tonight with the, uh, with the calls. Obviously, we had to do some different things without Devontae and then without Allen and without Mercedes. Uh, but I thought, uh, you know, we had a nice plan, and then we executed really well. In addition, Rogers talks about last evening and how uh, there was a lot of guys, not just uh, Robert Tony, but a lot of guys that actually stepped up. You know, I thought there were a number of guys who stepped up and played really well. Jamal Williams, you know, to have almost 100 yards receiving was uh, fantastic. Uh, Aaron Jones getting involved uh, in the run the pass game. Obviously, again, he's just such a consistent, solid player in so many different areas. Um, love uh, love him as a teammate, a person, um, and then uh, you know Bobby having a big game was was important. I thought the line was excellent again. I thought the calls, I thought Corey did a really good job uh, handling everything up front. Uh, him and I were on the same page a number of different times because um, they brought some different types of pressures. I thought we did a really nice job uh, uh, picking those up for the most part. I really you know ran into a sack there, um, you know, in the fourth quarter. So you look at. Uh, you know, through four games, three sacks, uh, you know, at least two of them probably on me. So um, really nice job by the line again uh, in the passing game. Good job mixing up the cadences. Uh, you know, we didn't have any false starts. That was really important. So we're we're, uh, we're doing some really good things on offense. Defense, I thought tonight, start off really hot, you know, three and outs, start the game, and then uh, finish the game uh, really well with a stop. Also, not turning the ball over, that has been huge. Aaron Rodgers not only says it's good for the team, but he credits the receivers because they've held on to the football for the most part. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing that you look at from the start. And I think the the beauty in that is there really haven't been opportunities. You know, we haven't uh, really had a ball on the ground. We really haven't had the defenders getting touches on the ball much at all, other than that flutter I had on the 
you know, third down play there uh, at the two-minute warning. Yeah, there haven't been a lot of those, you know, turnover-type plays. So we've been doing a really good job taking care of the football, but then, you know, a little more opportunistic, I think, this year so far. Um, I think Matt's been really aggressive. And, you know, when plays have been there to make, I feel like I've been getting through my progressions and throwing the ball on time um, and, and accurately. And then guys are making plays. So the beauty of this offense is that they have done many things with many different groupings in many different directions, and that's what Aaron Rodgers says. I think the beauty in this offense and Matt and and, uh, and Nathaniel and uh, Steno and the guys putting the plan together is, you know, we just had a number of different uh, personnel groupings. You know, we had three uh, halfbacks on the field at one time, did a lot of stuff with Jamal and Aaron on the field and, and moving them out to receiver positions and running plays. So, you know, there was there was uh, some different things that we had to do with that 17 that, uh, you know, I'm really proud of the way the guys picked up the stuff and, and, you know, made plays when they had opportunities. Well, that's just it. Without Devontae Adams, without 17, it does change things for the offense. And he goes back and credits, uh, you know, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones and Robert Tanya. Without Big Dog to be our, you know, on the ball why you know, it does change some of the things that we can do. So we ran a lot of fly motions and had, you know, some really good wrinkles off of that. And then we had some other things where we're just in, uh, you know, 21 with with two halfbacks and letting Jamal and Aaron Jones play receiver. And, you know, between them, they had a bunch of catches and a bunch of yards, you know, between those two guys, like you said, and, and Robert, that was a pretty complete game by those guys. Then he says he feels really good. The offense right now, not only with what guys are doing on the field, but just the fact that he and LaFleur, uh, the head coach, really on the same page. I do feel really good in the offense. I feel like Matt and I are really on the same page. Um, not that we weren't last year. I just feel like we're doing, doing so much more. You know, I think I think the creativity and the aggressive nature has been has been really good. We've known when to push, when to pull back. And I think as a team, you, know, you never know what the team's going to look like. Every year you have to have kind of new rallying cry, new uh, new mantras, new slogans, new sayings, new things that happen, new dances. You look at Jamal for that stuff. But I like the way we're, we're starting out. We've had to win with offense, uh, you know, a couple games, and the defense really settled in and did a nice job tonight. Um, we still owe them probably four or five games from last year, so we're trying to pay them back early in the season. So no fans in the stands. And people keep saying, well, there's no fans in the stands, so Rodgers has the advantage. So what? So what? I, who can? Everybody's got the same advantage. Everybody's. It's not like the only time there aren't fans in the stands when the Packers are on the field or when the Packers are traveling. Who cares? It's a it's it's a level playing field and just damn near every option. Uh, Rogers did say, "Look, no fans in the stands. You can hear everything. You can hear everything. You know, you can really just hear it all on the sidelines. You hear the conversations from the opposing team during TV timeouts. Uh, you know, there's just." There's an emphasis on, I think, everything from cadence to dummy calls to live calls to, you know, just all the things that you wouldn't maybe hear if you had fans and you had, you know, even just, you know, playing at home sometimes you don't hear everything from the sidelines just because there's, there's cheering, you know, if you have big plays and it's been a, you know, been a change for all of us, but, you know, we've, we've embraced it and we've obviously played pretty well. Now, everybody likes to have a challenge, okay? So he was asked, and it's kind of what you would expect the answer to be, do you like the challenge of not having any of your top guys? Bill, not really. I'd, I'd rather have those guys. <laughs> I'd rather have us as healthy as possible. But the beauty in this game is that that's rarely the case, whether it's guys playing with injuries or guys who can't play because of injuries. And that's just 
that's just part of the game and you learn it. And he loved the opportunities for those other guys, you know, because you know, a lot of them really earned it, you know, earned the opportunity to be out there, earned the opportunity to be in position to make plays. And you get to learn a lot about, you know, character and uh, ability in those moments. You know, it's different maybe, you know, with a more of a crowd, but it's still Monday Night Football. You get the nation watching and there's a, a pressure to perform. And I do enjoy that part, Bill. But when it comes to having your guys, I think I'd always really have my guys. So that's where he goes with that comment when he talks about Robert Tanya because that last year when Tanya was banged up and he was trying to play, remember Rodgers got his, kind of made his bones when he played the second half of that Patriots game when Favre went down and and Rodgers ended up breaking his foot on the second play of the second half and played the rest of the game with a broken foot. That made his bones for the guys inside that locker room. Rodgers says that he likes Tanya because Tanya tried to play when he was hurt. I feel like he's been playing really good uh, this season. Numbers are just those, you know, sometimes they don't tell the entire story. But I will say this, you know, last year, uh, Bobby had a significant injury and touches his personality that, you know, I don't think maybe he was given the respect due to the kind of injury that he had uh, because he was really hurting. Uh, he had an injury similar to, uh, to Allen's, I believe, and, you know, tried to play through it and tried to be out there. And it's much like Devontae in 15. You know, when you see a guy pushing through an injury like that and not making excuses and trying to suit up every single week, you can't help but uh, gain a lot of respect for him. And I didn't, don't think it was just myself. There was a lot of people who really saw that and saw he was trying to battle to be out there, that uh, he earned a lot of our respect. As far as talent-wise, we always knew he's a talented guy. And it's just a matter of time before a game like this happens. But you're talking about respect and trust, being able to count on a guy. We saw that last year with Bobby. So now you've got the bye week coming up. Everybody's going to go away and get healthy. But the one thing about the bye week was everybody used to go away. Everybody used to kind of take it easy. Now you got a bye week where you can't – got COVID out there. you got pandemics. you got protocols. So what are you thinking when it comes to the bye week? Yeah, it sucks. Totally sucks. That's all I can say about that. Obviously, it is what it is situation, but especially as an older player, I look forward to the bye weeks immensely. I look forward to – you know, kind of a reset, recharging the batteries. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll be here. We'll make the most of it, but it sucks. Sucks. That's all I can say about that. It sucks. I got it. Uh, then there was the scare, the big moment where everybody went, <gasps> when Aaron Rodgers kind of looked as if he maybe uh, hyperextended that knee, you're praying to God there wasn't anything else torn or, you know, the foot or whatever, and he talks about that play. Yeah, I'm fine. I was, like I said, after the game, all in all, probably more embarrassed than injured. If we had to play this week, Thursday, I'd play. Sunday, I'd play. So, I'm fine. Tuesday, I'd play. Thanks, Tom. Don't worry about it. All good. Nothing to see here. Please keep moving. Also, he was asked, uh, last but not least, what does it uh, do to a defense having both Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones on the field at the same time? I think what it does is it it makes them on a decision because the versatility of, like we saw tonight, I mean, Jamal not only ran the ball, but he caught eight passes for 95, played fullback. You know, he led block a few plays. Um, he just can do so much for us. And obviously, Aaron, we've seen that over the last few years, you know, his versatility. So it really puts them in a decision whether they want to go nickel or stay in base. So there you go. That was Aaron Rodgers after the game. 
and, uh, you know, kind of giving you some of his thoughts. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Hey, our friends over there at Quick Trip, what's for dinner, they say. Uh, don't forget they've got you covered because they're doing it now. New in their kitchen, ready to heat and eat right there in your own home. You can choose from a variety of things, fettuccine alfredo with chicken, turkey with potatoes and gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chops with stuffing and potatoes and gravy, and they fix them, they package them, they send them out to the stores, then you put them uh, right there from the store, hot, fresh, into your microwave, and uh, suddenly you've got a fantastic dinner. They're doing it bigger and better all the time at Quick Trip. They're not just a gas station anymore. Come on, get into a Quick Trip and check it out. That's our friends over the Quick Trip. They have got you covered. Stay tuned when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the firing that was, and I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, to be perfectly honest with you, just by some of the moves that this guy's made. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers beat the Falcons 30-16 to here at Lambeau Field. With Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard out, the Packers used their running backs and tight end Robert Tanyan as targets. I asked Matt LaFleur if that was the game plan or just what the defense gave them. I think it was a combination of everything. I think going into it, we knew we wanted to get the backs a bunch of touches. And same with Bobby Tanyan. Robert Tanyan had three touchdown catches, including one where he kind of rolled into the end zone like a barrel. You know, I've been doing you know yoga twice a week, so I think the somersault helped. Just kind of got it back on my feet, and next I know the ball's in there. How long has Tanyan had this connection with Aaron Rodgers? Mike, Robert and I have had a good connection since he got here. Uh, I just appreciate his work ethic, his approach. I think he's a really good pro. You know, I think like the great pros, when there's something you got to work on, he's very critical of his own game. The Packers 4-0 now heading into the bye, and they've yet to have a turnover this year. At 0-4, quarterback Matt Ryan was asked, where do the Falcons go from here? You know, we got 12 games to go, and six of them are in division. Um, we got to find a way to, you know, to make it up quick. That's Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Coming up Thursday night, it's the Bill Michaels Huddle, and it's presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. There's cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry flavors. And always pay attention to us over on the Facebook fan page. Always uh, throw a video up or do some Facebook Live and answer your questions and such on Thursdays. So looking forward to that. The Texans, they have fired their head coach and general manager and play caller and Romeo Cronell. Remember that name? He was the guy that was the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs when the Packers were undefeated. Romeo Cornell figured him out, and that then set the tone for the Packers in the postseason against the Giants. But uh, Romeo Cornell, now the team's interim head coach. The McNair family, which owns the team, said enough, enough. The, uh, the Texans fell to 0-4 on Sunday. They lost to the previously winless Minnesota Vikings, and uh, it was just it was time. Um, so I know they were very kind about it, saying Bill's leadership moved our organization forward as he guided us to four AFC South Division championships, 52 wins, and multiple playoffs appearances during his time. But then they made him the general manager and uh, the play caller, and he just he was just 
not good. In the end, they said it's business. It's a bottom line business. Um, they they couldn't win. And O'Brien was hired by the McNair family back in 2014. Remember when he was with Penn State at the time? And in seven seasons, he went 52 and 48, and he won four division titles. The Texans have never made the AFC Championship game in franchise history. Came close uh, this past January. They led 24 to nothing in the second quarter of the divisional round of the playoffs. And then Kansas City came storming back. Remember, that was a 51-31 win, and Bill O'Brien looked like he was just a deer in the headlights. He was just lost. And after the Texans fired their general manager, Brian Gain, last year, O'Brien, given even more power, um, he traded the 2014 number one pick, uh, Jadavian Clowney, to Seattle. That same day, O'Brien traded a couple of first-round picks and second-round pick to the Dolphins for a left tackle and Larry Tunsil, Laramie Tunsil. Wide receiver Kenny Stills, the offseason this year. DeAndre Hopkins goes over to Arizona, and questionably one of the best wide receivers in football, taking away one of their own weapons, which their offense has just not been able to get out of its own way. And uh, they got running back David Johnson and a second-round pick. And Hopkins leads the NFL 39 catches. And he's caught 85% of his targets. So huge mistake and more of an ego-driven move, uh, many believe, than anything. And uh, that was it. So, and, and def- defensive end J.J. Watt called the uh, start terrible, brutal, and depressing. And then he went out as far as to say, quote, something's got to change. We obviously have to do something different, Watt said. We're 0-4. Whatever we're doing is not working. Something needs to change. Something needs to be different. So how much do you think that statement by J.J. Watt resonated with ownership saying, this is this, what are we doing? Not getting it done. So there you have it. Bill O'Brien out as the Texans head coach. When we come back, let's break this whole thing down. The first quarter of the season, the game last night, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com at by Ryan Wood on Twitter is going to join us. We're going to talk a lot of Packers football the remainder of the day on a green and gold. Tuesday, not a Monday, a Tuesday, brought to you by our friends at Robert Hack Diamonds. Robert Hack, H-A-A-C-K, diamonds.com. They pay the most green for your gold. That's Robert Hack Diamonds. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.